0: Good morning, everyone. It's 7.30 this morning, so the man that we're going to interview for today's Scholars Spotlight, our second episode, is so busy, the only time we could get him was at 7.30 a.m. So, my name's Ruben, welcome to Scholars Spotlight. For the second episode, we wanted to introduce you to a man with a huge, huge appetite for all things Chasetown. Um, and the beautiful game. So can I introduce you to Steve Jones, our chairman. Morning everybody. How are we? Well, Steve, we've got some live text coming through with some questions for you. So we're probably just going to crack on with those. Okay. We we went to Scholars Gate earlier on in the week. I know you've been there daily for the last four or five months. With this big project that's been happening, can you talk us a little bit about what's about to happen on the second of December?
1: second of December is our first home game back, which we're all delighted about. Uh, it's been a long time. Um, we've uh, we playing our home games at Bournemouth at St Michael's, and just for the just to clarify and just for the record, I'd like to place on. Uh, My thanks to everybody at Baldmere St. Michael's. They've been absolutely brilliant, hospitable and very friendly towards us. So thank you so much for everybody at Baltimore, St. Michael's. But they've been great, but we can't wait to get back home, in fairness. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'd like to
0: also pass on my thoughts to the people at Baldmere. They have been absolutely fantastic. But I think what's clear, the players, the staff, everybody involved in the club can't wait. For that Saturday when we're back, why is it going to be such a, a special day?
1: Uh, it's just it, there's no place like home, is there? Um, whilst we've had fans travelling to Baldmere, it's not the same. People get into routine of coming to home games, they like that little, little set structure, but it, it's just going to be good. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, and and let's you know, with players like to play in front of crowds. Um, and, and the players certainly can't wait to get back the staff can't wait to get back and ultimately from a commercial aspect the football club can't wait to get back um obviously we've been paying for a for a um another another facility and we've always mentioned they good they've been but uh, you know, we haven't had any revenue, have we? Uh, we've had no um, ringing the tills through the bar on match days, So it's going to be good to get back. And as everybody can see on our social media, we'll be spending a fair lot of money. So it'd be nice to start getting some back in the coffers, to be fair.
0: No, absolutely. And talk to us about the start of that journey with our relationship with the Football Foundation. How long ago did that journey start? and And, and how did it start?
1: Uh, started a couple of years back, at well, probably longer than that. One um, one of the one of the reasons myself and the new board got involved was that uh, the found that well, the effort we were part of a club program, FA club program, um, and I think Jamie Bunch mentioned it to us in episode one that he spoke about the journey. Uh, but it was something that we wanted to do we, for the club to move on. We need to be sustainable. We've got an awful lot of teams, fifty three, I think, currently through all levels. Uh, we need a venue, we need a central venue, uh, and obviously that can't be achieved on a grass pitch. So artificial pitch is the way forward. Not for the purists, I, I acknowledge, but ultimately we need to play football. on it, create a good vent, a good, ven- a good uh, central hub, and it's uh, it's going to be fantastic for the club moving forward. And like I mentioned, it it makes the club sustainable. It's we become a seven day operation rather than just a match day operation. So uh, very much looking forward to it.
0: Okay, okay. So, on the second, what have we actually got planned? What's happening on the day?
1: Is there anything special happening? Um, we, we've got some post match entertainment. Um, we've got a, a musician uh, to come along for a couple of hours afterwards. We've also got live football on the TVs. Obviously, one thing that the seven day operations enables us to do is to invest in Sky uh, so we can show screen all matches. We've previously got BT. Um, we've still got BC, but obviously that it, it's quite a considerable cost to get um, a Sky into into venues like ours. And uh, but we've done that because, like I say, we, it's going to be there's going to be an appetite for it on match day, tr- on match days and training. So um, yeah, we are, I think we've got some. I think Newcastle and Man United is at the eight o'clock kickoff. I think so. There's going to be plenty to do, but hopefully celebrating uh, three points as well, which will be fantastic, and we can just get there and get the bar. Get the bar open and get the uh, tills ringing,
0: and get it bouncing. Absolutely, get we're all we're all ready. We're all ready for a, a for a party. Um, talk to us every time I hear fifty two teams. It just astounds me. Talk to us a little bit about the board and how they've helped make that happen, and the support that you've had from our strategic partners as well to enable this project to to roll out the way it
1: has. Uh, yeah, it's very important, but it, it's one thing that we're all aligned. We have this, um, we have this one club ethos, where from from juniors to pathway to first team, uh, we are one club. We're, it belongs to everybody. It's it's a community club. It's their club, and we want to make sure that football is accessible for everybody, regardless of ability, regardless of age. So starting from the mini kickers at at, at, at four and upwards. Uh, we we can cover everybody. I, I think people have seen as well. We've got some um, uh, we've, we've got some training this week for uh, for disability and and, um, and 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 lads like that, uh, lads and girls um, starting at another one of the venues. And that again is open age from I think four to eleven. I think from um, from memory. So it's just very important. It's just key that everybody is involved and makes to feel welcome at, at the football club.
0: Yeah, I think what I was getting at really is those kind of commercial partners like the likes of Crown Highways, like Leicester's, MDL, Morgan & Bond. What have they done? Because I know it's not just a commercial agreement. I know behind the scenes, they're at the club all the time and they're immersed in this journey as well, right?
1: Absolutely. Uh, We're very fortunate to have great directors and great corporate partners, to be perfectly honest. It's bigger than money, isn't it? It's it, it's it's investing not only in, in financially but also um, morally, and it, it's doing the right thing. Obviously, we reach an awful lot of people each week uh, through kids, through their support network, through parents, grandparents, supporters, um, and and it's just it's just doing the right thing. I mean, you, you mentioned key plays there, and there are many. And apologies for anybody we've missed out. But these, it, it, it's the it's the actual feel of of uh, actual contributing and actually doing the right thing for the community. Uh, yes, the finance is important and absolutely vital to the way that the club progresses. But uh, but certainly a, a lot of those guys and girls who are, who sponsor us can look themselves in the mirror in the morning when they're shaving or brushing their teeth and just think they're doing the right thing because it's uh, without their support we are nothing.
0: No, ab- absolutely. And we've got some we've got some questions here from the larger group. A lot of people wanted to know your top three favourite biscuits, which seems strange. But have you have you got
1: a top three? Oh, I will say that none none of them involve chocolate. I don't like chocolate. I'm not bad on chocolate. A little bit of Janet. We've got some
0: questions from some people that are involved in the media group. Lauren, uh, shout out to. Um, She wants to know about the engagement with the larger Chasetown community. What else goes on at the club that people don't see that's outside of football? And what opportunities are there for for people maybe to hire
1: the club for for things outside of football? Um, Good question. Uh, Virtually every day, uh, the club is engaged with with groups, with individuals, with all sorts of um, community groups. Uh, one of the reasons, one of the main reasons is that we're going through this expansion in the football club and the people who are seeing we've got planning permission for the kind of the next phase when we're when we're sorted with a pitch regarding additional rooms and additional capacity is that we can't accommodate all the requests to be perfectly honest, it, it is a one room, um uh, a one room uh, function um, area and unfortunately, with one room, we can only accommodate one one group. Uh we get many requests. Uh but hopefully in the future when we've when the next phase kicks in when we when we've got the community um we've got the community requests is we can start accommodating a few more. Uh but we we do need to kick on with that and that's certainly the job after we've little bedded in with the new pitch and the new surroundings we've got.
0: Okay, now I know you're off to the House of Lords later on. So we've got to keep it very, very brief. I know you've got to get the old whistle and flute on and let's talk about the thing that's fundamentally most important here and it is the lifeblood of the club let's talk about the first team the first team football so we're nearly halfway through a season right uh nearly nearly talk to us a little bit about our ambitions now we're back home right we've got one more away game and then we're back home Talk to us about what the ambitions are. Have they have they changed? What what are the ambitions for the club now for the rest of the season?
1: I think ambitions and 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 targets kind of remain in house really. And um, I, I, I I think the main I think the main thing for the board is is to provide the tools and the infrastructure for the management team to be able to deliver. Uh, we believe. We're doing so at the moment. You know, obviously, uh, last night was our first training session on the pitch, and everything was very, very positive. Uh, but we, we just need to give them the tools to be successful. Um, yes, we we all have aspirations, and nobody has more aspirations than the management team themselves from a the first team level. So uh, those will remain private. But we 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 do have aspirations, and we do want to we we do want to improve. There's no specific time time frame on that we just want to do organically um, we won't buy success obviously our management team are very keen on getting the right players with the right mentality and the right ethos and the right culture for the football club and that's and that's absolutely fundamentally really important to us all really so um, no real specific targets nobody's saying banging the drum saying we must get promotion, we must win a cup, that doesn't happen uh, we just need to ensure that all the tools are there uh, for Swanee and the and the management team to be able to deliver, and uh, they're a great bunch of guys. They're doing great, and I say nobody's more happier than those guys to be back home and to start getting their uh, start getting some wins under the belt.
0: on oh, you scholars. Okay, Steve. Well, listen. Thanks for your time this morning. I know it's a really busy time for you, and divorce has been on the cards at times. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks again. Have a brilliant day today. Up the chase town, and
1: uh, we'll see you for episode three. Yeah, thank you. And just to remind everybody that it is a big game for us on the 2nd of December, come on down, come and support us. Get on the turnstiles, and let's get them tells ringing, and let's just come and see what we've done. If, if not only, if not for footballing purposes, come out of curiosity and just see what we've done. Uh, hopefully, everyone will be pleasantly surprised. So uh, I'll see you all on the 2nd. Right, I'll up admit. the scholars. See you soon. So, uh, thank you. See you, everybody. See you soon.